right, episode 105 in the mix. Your host, Franklo Mendez, co host, Nicholas Moran, and as always, intern E. And yeah, we've got a theme song. I was yelling at the top of my lungs, and it's wild. <laughs> well, I didn't hear it the first time, but when you started talking over it, it sounds like. Yo, my name is Jermaine Colomendez, back on 95.6, the jams, the late night radio, we out in the club, club live. It sounds like I'm going to start talking, be like, yeah, yeah. I was ready to start rapping, so if you're just going to clown me, maybe I won't rap. Dog, that's hilarious. Yeah, so now we have a theme song that I've so expertly picked and crafted for the show. So episode 100 is already a milestone. Look, and, look at us now, haters. And unbeknownst to Nick and Eric, I have some big news for you guys on this podcast. Are you guys ready? No. Okay, let me check in with you first, Nick. How's your evening going, Nick? It's good. Episode 100. We've gotten a lot of love. Uh, a lot of congratulations for making it this far. It really hasn't felt like 100 episodes. It's kind of just felt like something we do every week. Um, Yeah. It's I'm I'm good. I had a great weekend. Showed uh I had a warehouse uh a warehouse EDM concert at thirty, so that's pretty cool. You uh, you finally made it. Congratulations. I, 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 yeah, I finally I finally made it. <laughs> All right, so let's check in on Eric. Eric, how are you doing this evening? Uh feeling good, feeling great. Uh started new job today, episode hundred. Shout out to everybody who sent questions and all the love. Much appreciated. All right, congratulations on the new job. Are in order, obviously. And with that being said, this is what I didn't have prepared for anyone today, but uh, it is episode 100, and the only way to mark this occasion, other than the new theme song that we just had, which is fire. You'll hear more of later on in the future once we work out the uh, <laughs> once we work out the kinks. But. Um, Congratulations are in order for Eric again as he's now been promoted from intern to executive producer. From all of room 303 to you, Eric, don't fuck it up because now you can get fired. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The stakes are high, bro. You're in the end game now, as my favorite doctor would say. So for so for those of you that know Eric, I do have to give him a little bit of a shout out, right? Which is very rare on this podcast. Ever From since you? yeah, ever since he's moved to live with Jermaine, he has been doing an outstanding job contributing to the podcast. So cheers to you, Eric. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. That was it. That was it. No, I didn't know it was coming. There's no no bagging Eric coming after that. It's it's just funny because today at work when we were doing the orientation, they were like, what are your hobbies? And I was like, I'm an intern at my podcast. And everybody was like, oh, tomorrow I'm going to be like, I'm an executive producer. (laughs) (laughs) 
What? How was? What was people's uh, reaction when you said your hobby was that you're an intern at your podcast? Well, so I said my hobby is I'm an intern at a podcast, and it's a sports betting podcast. So my hobby is making terrible picks and losing money. And did they laugh? Are you not an office laughs. funny guy? I'm gonna try to be. It's good. That's, that's a good place to be. That's his mo. But I will. I will point out one thing. We made this big hoopla. We promoted it to executive producer. I stopped talking. Nick stopped talking. And Eric sat there with the dumbest look on his face. And instead of filling the dead space, he was just like, uh. Listen, here's the thing, Jermaine. Here's the thing, Jermaine. Some leaders are born. Others are made. <laughs> We've got some work. We have some work to do. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was just like, I was like, say something. I was about to say, say something, but I realized like, <laughs> they're going to. I think he was just flabbergasted that there was nothing coming after that. That I yeah, was actually giving him a compliment and not expect, not, not going to bag him afterwards. Yeah, and now we're back to bag him because he left that. Right. Well, I mean, he's let it on to himself. That's what I'm here for. Oh. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, as we've aforementioned in the last episode and we've sent out via text channels, uh, this episode is episode 100 and it will be unlike any other before it. There are probably some more similar to this after this. Uh, But... This is one of a kind as what's slated for the podcast is known as an AMA. For those of you who are completely clueless, don't worry, Luigi, we got you. It means ask me anything. And and for Jason, who I know is listening, ask is spelled A-S-K. But no, really, we appreciate all the listeners. I love just bagging on them because I know they're going to listen and then come back and talk shit at me and call me stupid and tell me I'm ugly, which are uh, fairly accurate, if not inaccurate statements. You know, it depends on what camp you're in. You know, I know that Vogue says I'm beautiful. You're a cutie. <laughs> and I know that all the IQ tests I take say I'm smart. <laughs> you're a smart pal, so your opinions mean nothing. But with that being said, Eric mentioned earlier. How many questions do we have? So r- roughly about 46. 46. Yes. As imprecise as this podcast is, you could tell by the intro when you heard the song for the first time. Um, yeah, we'll be as imprecise as with that on our AMA. We'll try to get through as many as we can. We'll, tr- we'll keep a cap on – relative length although you know lately we've been getting close to two hours nick loves to talk am i right ladies and gentlemen so with that being said we'll move into question number one eric feel free to take it away please please i'm gonna i'm gonna step in here and be clear no dead space eric when he stops talking you can start talking no you can no don't talk over me You, when I stop talking, that's when you start talking, and you can pick up on visual cues and verbal cues. Anyway, so uh, uh, I, this first question kind of caught me off guard. I'm curious where it's going to lead. 
who wins in a fight, Jermaine or Nick? Well, Nick clearly wants to answer first. He did a head tilt and everything, so go ahead. It's probably Jermaine. We've never fought. We've never fought anyone, really. <laughs> Listen, okay, all right. There's there's one so, <laughs> so there's one defining moment that's gonna make me go Jermaine on this. And it's the fact that there was an incident in Diego Garcia that Jermaine uh, I would say that it was akin to the beginning the first Wilder Fury fight in which there was a guy named Richard Popperwell. He was British, so just ignore the name. We called him Pops. And he really wanted to fight Jermaine because Jermaine yeah, was, no was with his... No, no. There was other circumstances that had already passed, but he was angry at Jermaine for some reason. And, I mean, it was, it was, an, it was an even money fight on both of them. And when I say that Jermaine dispatched this man who was almost as large as he was in a matter of seconds, that was my breaking point of being like, I probably would not win in a fight against Jermaine. However, I think Jermaine has seen me take a cu- my licks a couple of times and keep going. So that might be my, I might have to Rocky it against Jermaine. You're all heart, kid. <laughs> Listen, high motor. High motor, <laughs> as we love to describe our favorite players. Um, I'll, def- I'll default to Dick. I don't have any opinion on that. But there is anecdotal evidence that maybe you don't want to fuck with me, just anecdotally speaking. Uh, that could be from from any instance of anyone ever knowing me, but – there was one pivotal moment where I got hit in the face on the park and didn't really respond. And then since then, I told everyone, it was just like, that'll never happen again. And now it's – I think there for a while there, everyone said I, I would pick fights. And I was just like, well, that was never the case. But if someone's going to talk shit to me, I'm not going to fucking back down. Well, as, as somebody that grew up with you and spent you know the better part of 25 years around you, I will say – he never instigates, but he definitely finishes. So, yeah. All right. Eric. Well, I guess it's to you, Eric. Then who? Who? Hold, 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 hold on. Is there a better better title to a sex tape than he never instigates, but he finishes? <laughs> I mean, wow, that's ladies. Your, that's the title of your memoirs, right there. There it is. The memoirs have been written, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Eric. Let's hear your opinion. Who wins? Uh, me. I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know, man. We both scoff. Uh, I didn't. I didn't even actually scoff. I just verbally said I scoff. Like that's how little interest I had in paying Eric any mind on that one. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it different. I'm gonna just move on to the next question. I got too much love for both of you. Oh, he got that EP promo. He's trying to stay in both camps. Yo, you Ooh. see that? Hey. Hey, hey, but he's sitting firmly on the fence. Hey, shout out to politicians. He's like, yo, I'm EP. You can't fuck this up, bro. Not till I brag at work tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so moving to the set question, second question. Uh, what is your guys' best drunk food? Oh, that's a good question. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna default to you again, Nick. So I don't think I, I don't think it's ever existed, right? I think it's like a Fight Club thing. In 
at NC State University in Raleigh, North Carolina, we would always go drinking in this part of town. And when we'd come out of this part of the town, there was always like a Middle Eastern hot dog man. And at like three o'clock in the morning, you'd just walk out of whatever bar and you'd get like two hot dogs and stuff your face. Also, cookout. Cookout like took like got got me through college. Oh, yeah, bro. Cookout. That's the most NC State fucking answer I could have ever cookout. got, bro. Shout out, Here, shout out Tom Lingard, 3 a.m. cookout. The most overrated sober food in the history of man. Cookout. I won't argue with you. I've never, I don't think I've had cookout sober. Cookout drunk, fantastic. Cookout sober, you're like, why am I spending money on this inedible swill? Yeah, I, it, it, it is, it is not, it's, it's the worst part of every other fast food chain. <laughs> it's like the left bad chicken. They have bad Five Guys burgers. They have horrible milkshakes. But something about once the clock turns midnight and you've consumed a little bit of alcohol, it's all the best parts of everything. It's the Cinderella of fast food. <laughs> like once the clock strikes midnight, you're good to go, bro. Um, the best drunk food. Man, best drunk food. So in my hometown, there's this, it's not necessarily local John, but local, it's a, it's a local chain John. So it's really like Texas is the only place I ran into it. And it's called Taco Cabana. And Taco Cabana has a special place in my heart. Not only could you convince them to give you another beer when you're there when it's too late because they sell beer, but they also serve tremendous tacos. They have breakfast tacos. They have enchiladas. They have flautas, which is what's known with the uh, my Mexican brethren. Shout out the Mexicans because for some reason – uh, there's a difference between flautas and rolled tacos, and I forgot the difference. I, I think it's the, the flour and corn. The flour and corn, right? Yeah. But for some reason, California loves them some rolled tacos, where flautas are far superior. Uh, it's Taco Cabana for me. Like it's, it's one of the few places I still eat at when I go back home. Eric and I were hungover. When we visited the last time, Eric came over to my house, picked me up. We went on a failed adventure to find his parents a gift for Christmas because he waited to the last possible second. Uh, and we instead were like, this hang- hungover wins, hangover wins, hungover. The hangover wins. There was a crazy windstorm that we didn't even know was happening. <laughs> we were just out in the windstorm. We went to Taco Cabana, smashed a gang of food. He dropped me off and he went home. That's how fantastic Taco Cabana is. And that's where I'm going to go with for my favorite drug meal. Uh, shout out. I don't. I never lived in Austin. But when I was in Austin and I was drunk, best worst. Uh, for people who've lived in Austin or have been to Austin, they know. Best worst is a cart on the side of the street that serves bratwurst hot dog style. Like 
um, Nick was talking about with his Middle Eastern men. And it just absolutely slaps. It's so fucking good. It doesn't miss ever. Also, pizza ever. Yeah. Just order from a local pizza joint, pass out, and wake up in the morning and you'll have pizza. I was gonna say Pizzeria Luigi's. But that I didn't want I didn't want to besmirch the name of Pizzeria Luigi because that shit's fire sober. Right. You know but what I mean? Any any go on Uber Eats and just order any pizza and it'll be amazing drunk and you'll wake up and be like, why did I order a a double pepperoni salami pepper jalapeno pizza? No, that was what the that's what the alcohol said to order. All right, let's move on to the next question. All right, so this one is interesting, and I want you guys to really think about it. Would you rather have a successful podcast or your dream job? Well, that's a real simple answer. I'll go first. Uh, the successful podcast. Because the successful podcast is my dream job. So you would take that over being the GM of that team? Oh, that's a good question. Do I want to fail at not winning the Bulls a championship or have a super successful podcast? And I, I, I misspoke. It's the GM. I would like, rather. Like, be. how successful are we talking? Joe Rogan, you got ten. You got uh, uh, podcast, one hundred percent. Podcast, podcast, yeah. podcast. Dude, here's the thing: you can literally get fired as a GM because you could do something that the cancel culture doesn't like and you can be a fantastic gm if i'm a fantastic podcast like a, a fantastic podcaster wow all right i am a fantastic podcaster the tens and tens <laughs> of people that listen haven't boosted us up to the level if if you're a great podcaster you can you can say whatever you want and your fan base will back you up you cannot say whatever you want as a gm like, like if the Carolina Panthers GM right now was like, we're going to trade Christian McCaffrey, the Carolina Panthers fan base would be like, ah, fire him. And it might gain enough momentum that they could fire. Yeah, 100%. And even, and, and even I think Jermaine and I share the same dream job, which is a, which is a GM of a professional sports team. Mine being baseball, his being basketball. But I mean, you, you still st- – you, you stole my dream job. For you record. still work for somebody. That So that was – that was what I was going to say. After I flip-flopped, initially I went podcasting. That's where I'm staying. I'm staying podcast. Eric brought up GM. And everyone knows I want to be a GM. Like, that's fucking end-all, be-all. Not that I'm doing anything to get there. So What's the threshold I'm, uh, for I mean, you guys to, to consider the podcast being that's it? Is it 100,000 followers, 200,000? What's the mark that you hit and you're like, fuck it, this is what we're doing? Passive income. Yeah, as long as it as long as it maintains lifestyle, like that's all. Like I'm not asking them to fucking get me a private jet, but if it if it pays the bills, like that, the podcast is successful to me. If I if I can make more on the podcast than I make now, which is the most I've ever been paid in my professional life, then if I can make more than seventy thousand a year on a podcast, I'm on a podcast. That's what, yeah, because I do Most, it already and work a you know and work a an eighty hour two week schedule. Also, like hour a week. What I want to say is like we created this podcast, <laughs> right? So like, 
I don't want to go build someone else's dream, which is what I was gonna, which is what I changed my mind to after I had that brief flip flop. I don't want to go build someone else's dream and and reinforce that and re encourage that. What I want to do is build something new and make something new the most tangible. I like I want this to be the next thing. Hey, Eric, you know you know how many times I've heard people bitch about not seeing highlights when they watch sports shows mm-hmm. like that'd be fucking tight if room 303 was like hey come on down to the room and you see and you get and watch highlights all we do is cover score game crazy stats that happen or something that someone broke like old and espn mo- and it moves to the next like Gold that sports would be Center. tight and that's one of the reasons why we picked Room 303. Room right. 303 was vague for a reason. Because you can come on down and step into the room and it would be what you want the room to be. Right. It's not just sports. It's pop culture. It's video games. It's comic books. It's whether the new Batman's worse than or better than the, than, than, than the old Batman. Like That's what Room 303 was supposed to be from the beginning. Right. Eric. In the Patriots dynasty, right? We'll say the 2000s, right? It was the Patriots dynasty. Who was their GM? No idea. They didn't Don't know. They didn't Don't know. The, the, actually, the Patriots did not have a GM. Right. The, but, the, but 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 like Eric, like like no people don't know that. People don't remember GMs. They remember championships. Right. But like people know who Joe Rogan is. Yeah, people what, know uh, who like Case KFC and Feidelberg are. Like people who know who Barstool Sport. Like people know podcasters. Like call her daddy, right? You know that. Whatever. Move on. <laughs> Moving uh, on. Uh, so for this next question, by the answer podcast. What superpower do you wish you could have? Dude, this is I haven't answered this question since I was five. How are you supposed to be how are you supposed to expect me to answer this now? That's Tele- insane. teleportation. Uh, that's it for me. Teleportation. Okay. I'm gonna go with one one superpower. Yes. Gotta choose one. And you can't even explain gonna, your reasoning. Just give your one superpower and let's move on. <laughs> uh, is this is this in a world of superpowers? No, no. You're yeah, given a superpower now. Life, life is normal, and tomorrow you. But I up. have, but I have a superpower. Tomorrow you wake up, pe- your and other people do not. Yes. As much as you, you don't know more than your life right now. You wake up tomorrow in this current world, you can have a superpower. Right. Earth, Earth one, telepathy. Cool. Ooh. You don't All think right. that would? Can you can you turn it off and on though? Yeah, of course I control it, but it's I can take I can take I can take over people and have them rob the bank for me, give me the money, and let them take the fall for it. Or or, or have somebody rob a bank, they deposit in an account. Then an accountant transfers that account to an offshore account who another offshore account transfers that back to your bank account or transfers it to a shell company you own, and then you are you get more money. Yeah, but if you have cash, you can go to strip clubs. 
Right. We you'll have the cash, <laughs> have the cash after these near instant bank transactions. Nah, immediately. I need it immediately. <laughs> no, telepathy. I'm going telepathy. If I don't know if anyone else has superpowers, telepathy is is OP. Right. First of all, I'll take over Superman's mind and make him rob the bank for me. And also, fuck you, Superman. Next question. All right, moving on. Uh, so this is one of those questions that kind of threw me sideways. Just want to see how you guys would answer it. Would you rather have to watch your have watch your parents have sex every day for the rest of your life, or join once and stop it? Who is my mom having sex with? Your your. I don't know. Stepdad, number whatever it is. I, do I get? Is it? Does it go different? Is it like a loop? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. She's got a weak work. So, so I mean, it would be variety at least. I'd like to abscond. <laughs> like nobody wants that. Who asked this question? I hate you. Don't tell. Don't tell us who asked this question. But yeah, first of all. It's it's obviously gonna be watching. A- AMAs are not anonymous. That's why I don't understand what you guys are talking about. But fine. Uh, are so you gonna watch them every day? Is that what you're gonna say, Nick? Yeah, if it's my mom. Yeah, it's my mom. Whatever. You're gonna watch it every day. Sure. What, what what's the other choice? I don't I don't even know. Moving join, on. Join 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 once and and never have to watch them again. Like how long is it? To completion. Nick, I, there's no right answer here, bro. Whatever. I'm I'll going be, with the on. one time. I'm jumping in flaccid, and I'm not even – there's nothing happening with me. You know what you're going to do? They're going to – You might experience a lot if you don't jump in flaccid. That might change your entire life. This already changed my entire life. What do you mean? You're Move saying on. every, every single every on. single day I, I like no dude I'm jumping in flash and <laughs> hoping it ends quick and I never have to see it again, bro. With your dad, right? <laughs> moving on. Let's move on. Right, yeah, because I don't know my dad, that guy. Classic. Yeah, man, huh? Classic. That guy. At that point, we're just fucking another. College, day. am I right? <laughs> Whoa, alcohol's crazy. All right. So for this next question, baseball, basketball. Football, soccer, or hockey—you have to get rid of one. Which one are you taking out? Baseball is already gone. <laughs> so it's baseball. Baseball, baseball, yeah. Baseball. Nick, you get rid of baseball? Yeah, get rid of baseball. Baseball. All right. Well, wait, wait, hold on. To clarify, baseball is getting rid of baseball. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, baseball, is, baseball is taking care of that question by themselves. All right, baseball. It is unanimous vote. So I, I, listen, baseball is only entertaining at one point in the year for normal people. The World Series. Basketball, college, college basketball is very entertaining. No, we'll, NBA. We'll, we don't NBA, need to explain it. NBA has, yeah, there it is. Your answer. Next. This, this question came in last minute today, but I like it. So do you think the expansion of the MLS is good for the sport in the U.S. or is it just grasping at straws at this point? I think they missed their market window. I think if we remember, what was it, the 2014 World Cup? Yeah, Portugal, U.S. And the 2010 World Cup. We had a run of about six years where the U.S. team had unprecedented success on the world stage. And now we're starting to see 
the effects of that, I think it might be a little too late. I'd like to answer in the gray area, if that's where Nick wants to leave it. I think initial, it's bad. It waters down teams. It weakens competition in MLS. But I believe long-term, it will be significant. The more opportunity you have in the MLS and the more it continues to grow and the more valuable franchises you can produce, not necessarily in the traditional big markets because where soccer will succeed is not going to be in the traditional big markets. It's oversaturated. LA has two basketball teams. As two football teams, it has one. Uh, what was I looking for? An MLB team. Well, actually, it has, 14, two, it, ha- it has two MLB teams. And That's had right, fourteen people at their Super Bowl parade. Exactly for football. So football is already experiencing that dwindled, you know, o- oversaturation. Um, they have two MLS teams in LA right now. They have two in New York. But the teams that are really budding and growing is Atlanta FC. Atlanta FC is the hotbed for American soccer right now. Then you have the Columbus Crew. You have the Minnesota Timbers. Is it Minnesota? Portland Minis- Timbers. Portland Timbers. What's Minnesota? Not Minnesota. What's Seattle? Seattle uh, Sanders. Good. What's Minnesota? Oh, I thought the the Lynx is the WNBA team, right? That's the WNBA team. It's, it's a freaking bird. A it's a freaking bird. The, they do. It's the Minnesota United FC. Ah, that's what it was. That's because they picked you dieted for it. But those, so those are, and then Orlando FC is another budget burgeoning fucking hotbed for it. And it's these places that don't have the traditional sports powers in the U.S. that can build up, but there are still major cities. They have booming economies. They have billionaires that are willing to build something there. And that's where I think is going to be the benefit from the MLS. So the more they can expand out of the initial markets that they use to grow their company, right, which is where Chicago Fire is, is dwindling, New York FC is dwindling, the Red Bulls is dwindling, the LA teams are kind of actually on the up and up because for some reason Los Angeles cannot get behind football. <laughs> and so they're, they have a better fan base when it comes to soccer. And – but the the more they can get into these underexposed markets and and hit these people who don't usually spend money on sport outings, it's going to benefit. And the more teams you have, the more likely a broadcast company is going to want to pay big money for you. And the more that starts building and building, it's a snowball effect. And I think – that's why I think short term it, it negatively impacts your product, which was already not that great compared to top tier soccer. Long term, though, the U.S. is a destination that athletes want to come to. There is 
every top star wants to finish their career in the U.S. because of of money and exposure and career advancement because the U.S. is still the end-all, be-all when it comes to entertainment conglomerate. And that's why my answer is, is multifaceted. But if you want short-term, then yes, it is detrimental to the product. Long-term, I think it's going to be beneficial. Here's here's what I think, right? I think that Jermaine is completely right. It will be beneficial in terms of gaining no like gaining popularity in America, but what will bring money into the MLS is a young international player committing to the MLS over a top European club. And we will not see that for the next five to ten years. We will see it at some point because we've already seen top European investment in America. Bayern has invested in America. Liverpool has invested. Man City has invested. They've invested into these feeder clubs in America. But it will take that top European talent or top American talent essentially saying, hey, no, I don't want to play for Manchester United, Manchester City, Bayern. I want to play for Atlanta United. And then that's going to cause the money people in Europe to notice. And then they're going to be like, wow, maybe the MLS is something. And, it, and there's a lot of people who say it won't happen. And I respect that opinion. But the first star who does it is poised to make money that other stars have not ever seen before. It's usually salary in those countries it's usually advertisements in those countries but what you never think about is the athletes messi and ronaldo don't have adverts here in the states it's an untapped market and if you're the first soccer star to come to the u.s guess where your adverts will be no matter what overseas where soccer is prominent and play that with 2022 and 2026 this year and 2026 in which the u.s men's national team will be on that upswing again european clubs are going to be all over investing in in american soccer markets and that's why i think in the short term detrimental long-term beneficial because it takes that one bad boy but you know what the world loves it's bad boys. That's why Grease is a super popular movie. That's why the the Detroit Pistons are as big as biggest stars as they were. Like Michael Jordan was a big star for doing all the shenanigans that he did at all times. Like it's Ray Lewis killed somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. The world loves bad boys. That that's my opinion on that. That's a great question though. Someone that was a. Fire more fire question than I could have thought of myself. That was Tom Lingard's question, wasn't it? No, surprisingly. Oh, interesting. All right. Yeah. All right. So it's funny that this question was asked last week. Should professional athletes be allowed to gamble? Yes. Yes. Not on your team, but yes. Shout out Pete Rose. We got you, big fella. You hey, if, you, wait, oh, actually, hold on, hold on. I if you bet on your team, you it's only to win. To win. You cannot bet on your team to lose, you're gone. And if you bet on your team to cover, you're a fucking bad man. 
Right. You are yeah. a you are a bad man. <laughs> you are a bad man. Bro. Even badder, you bet on yourself first touchdown score. Yeah, exactly, bro. As there, an offensive lineman. There, there you go, bro. There are limits to this game. There are limits. If you pull out a ballsy fucking thing, like if you put in the bet three years before you win the Super Bowl, they should double your payout. Right. That yes. should be your contract. Yeah, the Bavada exa- pays your contract. Exactly. 100%. Right. Yes. But uh, shout out my boy Calvin. You're one of us. Uh, my na- my unofficial name for today's podcast is Ridley's Same Game Parlays. <laughs> so there you go. Shout out my boy Calvin. All right. Uh, so Hold on. Wait. Last thing. That man asked that a week ago. How funny is that? That is yeah. That man's got a third eye. <laughs> yeah, that man. Now, that man was part of the investigative crew. I don't believe it. Otherwise. Hey, hey don't, <laughs> hey, don't believe what you hear. We hey, already, hey. You, already, you already know that Room 303 has contacts everywhere. Hey, bro, you know people listen to the pod. Stop playing. All right, let's go. All right, if you had to change your name, what would your new name be? Why would you choose that name? You go first, Nick. It's such a dumb question. It's, it's a dumb question. It's the best dumb question, though. I just want to change my name to this. This is the first thing that popped in my head, just so it could it could annoy Eric every time he has to text me. I would change my name to Enrique. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. I would just call you Kike. It would 100% be Enrique. And every time he called me Kike, I'd correct him. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you'd say Princess Consuela Banana Hammock. That would have been a good one, too, but I wanted to bag Eric a little bit. Congrats but, on the hey, MVP promotion. Hey, congrats on the promotion, but you are still a bitch. No, so uh, mine would be Ulysses Kane Cologne Mendez. Hey, hey, hey. So for those of you who know uh, – Anytime I play video games and they're like, hey, you need to pick a character name, I always pick Ulysses Kane. Uh, not only is it one of the hardest names you've ever heard because I'm a fucking badass who thought about it, you're, you're welcome, you fucking stooges. But, I mean, you have a first name that starts with a U? Come on. How many other names do you know that start with a U? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a fire name. And then also, you spell Cain a little differently than the biblical sense, but you're also still the first motherfucker who committed murder. So don't come at me. I guess we know who wins that fight. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I mean, it's not like I said myself. <laughs> Look, I will kill a motherfucker. Yeah, I, I'll admit it. But, you know. So we got Enrique and Ulysses Kane. Uh, if you were given a one-minute ad slot during the Super Bowl, what would you fill with it? Uh, did I, did I cede 100% of my time to Jermaine. This, <laughs> man, this man could come up with a with fire contest. You could wake Jermaine up at 3 o'clock in the morning and be like, yo, dog, one-minute ad for the Super Bowl. And he'll say some shit. That you didn't even ever think of. 
he'll fill that fucking time like nobody's business. And people would be like, people would laugh, people would cry, people would think that shit. But you don't need to get it from until five minutes before you need to film this ad. Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl Saturday, you come to this man who say, I need a commercial. <laughs> oh, man. That's a lot of praise, bro. I don't know. Who gives a fuck what I think? <laughs> that's, yo, that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. He says that, and then he'll give you the fucking fire as commercial. He'll give you the fucking D- Budweiser Dalmatian with the dog and the Clydesdales. He'll give you the Mastiff on the beach with the... He'll give you the Budweiser. He'll give you that kind of commercial that, like... We'll live in YouTube fame for years. But, all right, so the issue is Nick's not necessarily incorrect. I can just come up with shit on the spot. Uh, So this ad would be for timber companies because timber companies took a large hit during COVID, right, which is why timber sparked. And what you'd have is, is you'd have two park rangers running through the forest, right, as they're running through the forest, you see, my man. you see shit just happening in the woods. You don't really understand. And you're just like, that's so weird. All of a sudden, a tree falls over. One of the park rangers jumps over it. The other one runs around it. They're running and running and running, running. Uh, and all of a sudden, you cut to the back of them. And you see they're holding thick, round logs. It's almost a, as almost a cut wood for fireplaces on their back. Right, you scroll over to the front, they have a badge that says grape soda, as if they're the character from up. You're like, I really don't know what's happening right now. Maybe it's a Disney ad, maybe it's a grape soda ad. Right, all of a sudden, the sky starts getting dark and stormy, rain starts falling down, and as they get to the dam that was built by beavers for them to repopulate the area. My man reaches over, sticks his hand out to the other park ranger and says, break me off a piece of that. And it's a Kit Kat commercial. Well, you get three strikes in baseball, right? You had no clue where that was going, bro. I well, had you on a journey. <laughs> he fouled off the first pitch, so sit fastball, but he's probably throwing curveball. Bro, you After built I up just all... hyped you up like that, you're going to give me a fucking you Kit Kat a Forest commercial? Service Kit Kat hat? Bro, fire. You had no clue that where, where that, you had no clue where that was going. The whole time, you had no clue where that was going. All right, move on, Eric. <laughs> I'm I just saying, to, you I, had no clue. I, I have this man up for me to give me a U.S. Forestry Service Kit Kat ad. Dude, it's propaganda. What do you want from me? They paid me well. All right, moving on. If you could take one rule from any sport and apply it to another sport to make it more fun... What would that Ooh. be? Fighting in hockey. Fighting in hockey. Yeah, it's, 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 it's 
not even fighting in hockey to all sports. No, not all sports. Purely soccer. Anytime you're fouled wrong, instead of them getting a yellow or red, you scrap them. And the loser gets a yellow. You loser gets a yellow. There I we was, go. What I thought was baseball. You just drop dick on a ball. Line drive, right center, speedy, cent- speedy center fielder runs. He jumps. What a catch. You get to go out there and you get a whoop his yeah, ass. Yeah, you get and a if fight you him. win, you get it's a It's a home run. <laughs> no, you get a double. No, it was over the fence, home run. Right. If he Tory Hunter's career, Tory Hunter would not be considered for the Hall of Fame if this was a rule. Because motherfuckers would have whooped him. No, Tory Hunter would be considered with the Hall of Fame because Tory Hunter would be dropping motherfuckers, bro. And then if he wins, plus one to the plus one to that the defending team. The team Yeah, so not only do you eat a run, you add a run, bro. Right. That makes defense that much more valuable. Shout out Lorenzo Kane and Kevin Kiermeyer, who have been just dominating outfields for oh, Jackie, no, Jackie, Jackie, Jackie Bradley. Bradley. Yeah, dude, uh, Jackie Bradley. Hey, all right, I'm gonna insert my own major leaguer, major league outfitter. You would not want to face in a fight. Oh, major league outfielder, you would not want to see in a fight. <laughs> so X, uh, Kyle, the ball on you. Kyle Schwarber. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Yeah, don't pick the biggest motherfucker. They may hit like bitches, but I don't know. Hey, that. but Jackie Bradley. Jackie Bradley Jr. is like a dark horse for outfitter I don't want to face in a fight. For sure, because you know he stabs people, bro. Right. You can see it in his eyes, bro. That's Fighting what happens. In hockey. Fighting in hockey, pick a sport. <laughs> That's next. That's what happens when you're a black man in Boston. You just have to stab people to get home, you know. Fighting in hockey in tennis. I what just put it in the word put it in the best sport. Fighting in hockey in Greco-Roman wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. That's pro wrestling. Is guy pins you, you get to fight him. <laughs> Considering the recent head coaching swaps. What are the biggest programs in college football today and in history? I think this goes back to a question that we've talked about a lot before, which are what college football teams would you like to see good again? Obviously, Alabama's there. Yeah, but you kind of changed the question. So, no, but I'm saying like this, this, that kind of loops in with like what are the good programs now and what college like and then in history okay so we'll, we'll just answer it based on what previously prestigious programs we want to see good again today so you go we'll go five for five so you go first i'll go second and then we'll go back and forth we'll name 10 total and we'll give them the answer they want hopefully i hate to say it but nebraska Okay, the Cornhuskers are a big one, but they moved away from the Big 12 so they can eat a fucking dick. Agreed. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, man, I'm going to go with the Tennessee Volunteers as good, my first one. Good pick. USC. Oh, man. Uh, I hate USC, so a good USC. <laughs> but you want to see them good again. If, the, if a good USC stumbled about, I would have a lot more vitriol on my right. Eric would hate to meet me in the morning. Um, 
Second for me would be Southern Methodist University. Uh, an all-white Notre Dame team that runs the ball. Shit, is Christian McCaffrey the head coach? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Offensive coordinator, Peyton Hillis. <laughs> yeah. Defensive uh, coordinator, uh, Dick LeBeau. We're going to re we're gonna re <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're just getting back to the old school. Um, man. I mean, it has to be said. It has to be Texas. Texas ain't been good for a, a very long time. That's 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 my school, unfortunately. Shout out for me, born and brainwashed. But it has to be Texas. So they, they've they've kind of beat they've kind of beat around the top twenty five. But a top ten Miami team, I want to see back. Oh, like a bona fide college football. Sorry, player, Miami sorry, sorry, team. sorry, sorry, sorry. I meant to say a Miami team that you don't want to meet in a back alley. Oh, so you're one of those stereotypical white men, like con, like like Catholics yeah. versus convicts, Miami. Yeah, team. yeah. All right, like show your racism. Like, exclusive, <laughs> like exclusively recruit from Dade County, Miami team. Um, man, there's so many choices here. I don't really I wanna you know you know shout out call back to the first hundred episodes of this podcast. I wanna see a good Rutgers team. Oh yeah. Greg <laughs> Chiano is still the coach. He's been like good, bad, good. He's still the coach of Rutgers. Um Hawaii. I wanna see a good like a dominant whack Hawaii team again. Oh man, who was the Who's the quarterback? Cole for Brennan. Them? All right. Cole Brennan. Did he, did he commit suicide? Or did, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. He committed, he committed suicide. suicide. Oh, yeah. Man, I remember Cole Brennan. He got drafted, bro. He did. Yeah. He played for a while, actually. He was in the league for a bit. He yeah. was. Um. Man, college football programs. How am I out already? Of teams, I'm not really out, but there's like teams on the fringe who are typically kind of good that I just don't want to pick. So I'm trying to, right? I'm trying to find a, a, a sleeper one, and uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. I don't think I've got it, so I'm going to go with. Um, I'll do. Uh, I hate this team, so I'll do it. University of Florida. Yeah, that's it. That was going to be my next pick. Was was a good, like a top ten Florida again. Yeah, any team coached by Urban Meyer ever deserves to be good again, so we can hate them. So I'll stick in the same. I'll I'll stick in the same state. Uh, Florida State has kind of dropped off lately. I need like a good like like Bobby Bowden Florida State back. You know when Florida State's going to get good again? This next year when NC State is ranked eighth in the country. Uh, well, yeah, that's that's just because NC State's trash. That's not because Florida State's good. It's going to be because Deion Sanders wraps up his stint at the HBCU. Hey, and goes and, to Florida and he State. goes to Florida State. So here's a little inside baseball for the 46 questions that Nick and I are about to answer. Uh, 
bet Deion Sanders going to Florida State. I predict the date that he goes is 2026. Hey, you heard it here first. No. Um, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Hopefully Eric put that in my locks. I will. If you were uh, the commish for the day for a day of each of the four big leagues, what's one change you would make to each league? Uh, all right, so we'll split up into we'll split the four leagues into two apiece. Nick, you go first, so you can pick whichever league you want. Um, so I'm the commissioner for baseball. We institute a soccer-like system. Because we have so many levels of baseball that the top three teams in each baseball division get promoted, the bottom three get demoted. So MLB goes down to AAA, AAA goes up to MLB, and that's that's how that's how we do it. Holy shit, you fixed baseball. <laughs> I fixed baseball. Holy shit, you fixed baseball. Um, you brilliant son of a bitch. Listen, Pat hey, yourself man. on the hey, back. Hey, hire me. I'm going to go ahead and take NBA. So Nick took his favorite. I'll take my favorite. In NBA, I will elim- eliminate fast break fouls. This is, a, this is a shtick you've been on for a while, so yeah, not surprising. <laughs> First of all, when you met me, I was against right. this fucking <laughs> yeah, foul. Right, yeah. It I is the hey, year. Jermaine, what's, what's the everything about you? You were like, fast break fouls. Fast break fouls. So the year is 2022. It's seven years later after Nick has met me. Well, well, it's six, but it sounds better if it's seven. And fast break <laughs> fouls are still a thing. No, it's been six. That's what I just said. Uh, and longer than my marriage lasted and it's fucking insane that it still happens get rid of fast break fouls that is my fucking shtick for the NBA the NBA is borderline perfect except for their dunk contest because shout out LeBron for killing the dunk contest Uh, stars used to perform in dunk contests see Kobe Bryant see Vince Carter see Michael Jordan see Dominique Wilkins and when you decided not to go, every other star said, no, the dunk contest is beneath me. LeBron, if you couldn't shout win the dunk contest, just say you couldn't. Shout out Zach Levine for actually doing the dunk contest. Yeah, shout out Aaron Gordon, bro, for sure. What do you got, Eric? Uh, just for time, let's because uh, we got a bunch of questions. Let's go to the next one. All right, next one. All right, you, you dictate oh, what questions we answer. All right, executive producer, let's move the podcast along then. Hell yeah, let's go. He keeps asking long questions, so I keep splitting it up amongst us. And Hey, you can, you can tell us what to answer. You're the one who didn't want to see these questions. All right, all right. Hey, yo. Next sport. next sport. Nick, you're up. What? Oh, next sport. Oh, jeez. Um, Roger Goodell is gone. Oh, well, I guess if I'm commissioner, fuck. Uh, if I'm commissioner of the NFL, I'm taking uh, Andrew Luck's dad and I'm putting him as assistant commissioner and whatever crazy XFL ideas he has, we're implementing in the NFL. So that gives me NHL as well. Right. All right. So if I'm NHL, I'm scratching the 60-minute time periods. I'm changing the sport to 50 minutes 
And in the middle of the two 20-minute segments, which will be period one and period three, we'll call period two shootout session. And everything is three-man versus three-man hockey with one goalie for 10, for 10 minutes. Do you get you get line changes? You get line changes, absolutely. Coaches still dictate. Penalties still fall. Offs, uh, offside still falls. Icing so still that's falls. That's period two. Period but two that, is shortened ten minutes. Period two yeah. is shortened to ten minutes. Your your ice hockey matches are shortened to ten minute session. But period two, you drop two men, so it's three v three. And right. your, your strategy has to be you have to mix two wingers with a defenseman right. because you're going to have to play that fucking style of, of hockey. Well, you don't Which, have to. You can have two defensemen and uh, one winger. Look, you can go three attackers. Right. Like, you can go three attackers. That's fine. You can go three centralmen. That's fine. But what I'm saying is it brings in more strategy to the sport. It makes a super exciting period of 10 minutes, right? Yeah. And then it doesn't mortgage your whole game. If you had a lead in the first period, in the second period, they caught up. You still have the third period with your whole team to get the points back. But it makes everything quicker. Every line change is quicker. It's not two minutes, four teams. and Now it's 60 seconds. Because you have to keep these people coming in and out to score goals. I just think it'd be super exciting. Three versus three hockey's dummy exciting. I, I'm, that's what I'm going with. All right. For this next one, I want you guys to pick. You have all your favorite teams. Just pick your favorite one, the one you love the most. You become the GM of that team. What's the first move you're making? Say that again. Say the question again. You become the GM of that team. Of my favorite team? Yeah. <laughs> He's excited, y'all. Can I go Was first? It? Yes, please. Yeah, of obviously. He's yeah. fired. He's gone. Instantly. Who's, who? Matt Rule, Carolina Panthers head coach, gone. Done. I And then fire me right after that. I don't care because I've done, I've done it. And you know what? Actually, I'm going to fine him half his salary for being an awful head coach, and then cut him. Wow. If only there was some original idea where fine him and cut him came into play. Shout out Rope 303 OG podcast episodes. Um, I will be Chicago Bulls GM. I will package Nikola Vucevic. I will package uh, Kobe White. And I will package... I'll package Patrick Williams plus one unprotected first round pick and send them to the Denver Nuggets for Nikola Jokic. All right. I like it. Uh, next one. A stat you would love to see changed. Example, yards after couch doesn't count towards passing yards. Uh, quarterback interceptions. A quarterback gets charged for bad passes, but tipped wide receiver tips and wide receiver like bobbles do not count against the quarterback's interceptions. Jesus. You noisy bitch. 
All right, just kidding, ladies and gentlemen. Nick, we've talked about this before. That's a fucking brilliant point. Uh, That would change most of Blake Bortles' stats to make him look like a good quarterback. Uh, For those of you at home, he's not a good quarterback, though. He's not. He's not. Don't don't listen to the rhetoric of the stat that I just created. So I have two stats that come into mind. I'll go with my first basketball stat. I believe – there should be an assist for the pass to the pass that scores the bucket. So it's the hockey, 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 hockey assist. assist. Yeah. Okay. Thank, thank you, my hockey expert. Uh, it, it's essentially the pass that blew everything open that led to the pass that scored the bucket. Should be an assist, yeah. It should be an assist. Uh, that would I've always thought it should be that way. It leads to gaudy numbers just for fun. And also, I would love to see John Stockton's career mark after that. Because John John Stockton was the captain of a like, oh, look, that dude's open. That dude was just like, oh, my coach told me that dude's open. And then that dude was open. John Stockton was the master of that dude's open. And that dude was the master of, oh, look, Carl Malone. Yeah, yeah. John Stockton was like, look, that dude's open. And that person caught the ball from John Stockton. They were like, John Stockton says there's another dude open. So they pass it to another dude. (laughs) There's a reason that middle dude doesn't get named. Because it's John Stockton to Carl Malone with a middleman involved. And and secondly – It'd be defensive statistics in the NFL. Aaron Donald did not win the defense, did not win the most valuable player in this Super Bowl, despite making the most valuable impact on the Super Bowl. The only reason he doesn't have four to five sacks in this game is because Joe Burrow knows, hey, as long as the football's out of my hand, it's not a fucking sack. Well, guess what? You spun in a topsy-turvy way as if you were the fucking teacups at Disneyland. And the fucking ball whistled through the air. And Joe Mixon looked like a numbskull trying to catch it. Because Zach Taylor decided to run Samaji Pirine on third fucking down. Don't get me started on that fucking dumb shit. And somehow Aaron Donald ends the games with two sacks, and I have to sit there and fucking see you. who won the MVP. Cooper Cup, yeah. Cooper Cup of only wide receiver left of coffee. Like no, Aaron Donald was the most valuable player in that fucking on that fucking field. Can I add another stat for football? Sure, for was defensive players or defensive and offensive players. Yards above replacement. <laughs> so if you have a defensive player and he's so impactful, okay, if I put a, another, an average corner in your spot, how many yards do I gain? How many yards does the offense gain on me? Yeah, league right. average. A Revis Island, how many, my, how many negative yards is he above replacement? Oh my God, that stat <laughs> might be spooky to see. That changes contracts for defensive and offensive players because a wide receiver can say, fine, put an average player in my spot. He's 600 yards less than me. That pays both sides of the ball. I love right. that stat. I love that stat. Yards above replacement. 
is so classic baseball. It makes me laugh that you a came up fly with it. wins above. Yes, <laughs> that's sport. all you I'm fucking did. That's all you did. And I, and I want to let people know at home. Don't think Nick is smart. <laughs> he did not come up with this. This is a baseball stat he took. You know, listen, it to dude, Bill James is a genius. Just take your sport and apply the thing you care about to your sport. Take Bill James and... All right, next me. question. If y'all had to pick a rival franchise to cheer for, who would it be? Easy, Carolina Panthers. Borussia Dortmund. <laughs> Dortmund's, right. like, Dortmund's like hella good sometimes. That's not a rival franchise, bro. That's your feeder club. Right. That is oh. a running joke with us. Dude, I don't know why. This is going to sound super lame. Like we, no, fuck no, no. That dude, it's 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 got to be the Saints. <laughs> like I just, I don't, I like. If I wasn't a Panthers fan, I would love the Saints. I would, I would love Drew Brees. <laughs> I'd root for the Panthers purely because 100%. of you. Like I don't hate the Panthers as much as I should because of you. So like, right. yeah. But uh, other rival teams can eat a fucking dick. The and you Detroit know Red Wings could dissolve as a franchise, and and I would not complain. I'd, I'd probably be there throwing a parade. <laughs> right. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> All right. Just, uh, for, for the viewers of the podcast, one time I was playing a soccer game on a naval base in Bahrain, and a dude walked by outside the field wearing a Detroit Red Wings jersey. And I stopped playing my winger position to talk shit to him. That's how deeply the, my Red Wings hatred runs. Yeah. yeah. First of all, I don't want to root for any of my other friends' teams. Right. They are fucking insufferable. Right. When their teams are winning, they're insufferable. Here's looking at you, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> okay. all right, I would so never next. root for the 76ers. That's I, for I, sure. I don't know how you guys answered that. I thought about that, and I thought about having a root for the Cowboys, and I was like, I'd take a bullet to the head first. Well, it's because I think I know so much about the Saints, and I don't really hate them, that I'm like, okay. It's purely because Nick is my podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's like, all right. I know enough about the Saints now that I'm like, I'm playing against them in Madden, and I'm like, God, it's not a bad team. Was Was Steve Smith a Carolina Panther? All right, fucking sign me up, dog. That dude is a fire fucking player, bro. And plus, all the Carolina Panthers players go play for the Saints and are good. So, yeah, I'm going to be a Saints fan. All right. That's not my fault. The Saints players you sign always suck for you. Right, right. <laughs> Never Ted Ginn. Right, Yo, Ted Ginn was – yeah, shout out Ted Ginn who links this podcast. <laughs> Yo, if we if our first interview could be Ted Ginn, how fire would that be? Our first interview could probably be Tony Kemp <laughs> if I can get him. Bro, Tony Kemp, I want to I want to hear about that program. He says the plus one initiative. Yeah, yeah, plus one effect. I yeah. think I think that'd be tight to talk to him about. Ne- uh, just neither. Go ahead, Eric. Huh. That's game episode one hundred and one, by the way. <laughs> game seven in the NBA Finals. You hit the game winning shot. Would you rather do it in front of the home crowd or shut up everybody at the away crowd? Away, away arena. Away arena. Away, away arena. I want to piss on right. that arena. Like, that's how dominant I want to be. Unanimous? All right. Unanimous. It's not easy that was an easy question. Whoever submitted that, thanks. Next. Thanks, next. If you were in the Olympics and you could add any event to it, 
What sport would you add that you think you can medal in or event? Beer pong. <laughs> can, it be a, can it be a tandem beer pong? What should what, I so just what, made a ruckus? What? Yeah. By the way, Jermaine has to pee, so he decided to throw his entire desk at the podcast. <laughs> Episode 100, Jermaine suddenly loses all professionalism and throws his desk and, and plays the uh, the string cord of his microphone. I'm, I'm sitting here, like, gently putting my water bottle down right. so it doesn't make any noise. And he's right. just... Every time that I go to, like, rest or breathe out or, like, have any sort of, like, burp, I turn my microphone on silent. Jermaine's over here just flipping desks. <laughs> the Olympic sport that I would add that I would be good at. Jermaine, I already took beer pong. There's got, but, but, oh, man. I mean, it doesn't have to be a sport. It could be something competitive. No, I know. that, But that's a really great question because I don't think I'm – you got to consider the entire world, <laughs> and now you have to go against them. Oh man, I I think I might. Yeah, I think I might go. I think I might go beer pong because I've been all around the world, and Americans only play beer pong or like cornhole. But I feel like there's a lot of good people that play cornhole. It might I mean, be. It, it, it might. You know, I'll, I'll. I will. I will go with. Jermaine. Beer pong. And go beer pong. Yeah. Makes sense. I'm trying to ask this next question, but ask the question. <laughs> all right. You're over here acting all ridiculous. All right, all Look, right, ladies and right. gentlemen, the piss was down. really long for no reason. What did Nick pick on that one? Beer pong. Yeah, it's beer pong. It, I thought he was Dude, we've been all over the world and. Yo, my winning streak all over the world is wild, bro. Uh-oh. We lost, Uh-oh, we we lost, lost Nick, Nick again. Oh. oh, no. He's dead. It's The Undertaker. It's The Undertaker. Yo, Jim Ross was calling the pay-per-view last night, bro. Killing it. Doctor? Doctor Jim Ross? <laughs> You know how many times I looked at Eric and I said, good God, he's dead. <laughs> oh, he my God, no, that man is dead. He had I no swear clue. To God. He had no clue what I was saying. But I I'm swear sorry, to God, Mom. that man is dead. Eric's, Eric's moving his arms to land us, so I don't know. All right, go ahead, Eric. What would you choose to make the college football playoff criteria slash expansion be to keep – to keep the intent of the best teams. Three letters. <laughs> <laughs> I'll list them. I'll list them in order of the alphabet. <laughs> C. S. <laughs> All right. So for those of you listening at home, uh, BCS was a computer program. Uh, college football playoff is a load of fucking crap that's built on money and men who have the every fucking stake in the game so you can very easily be rid of the college football playoff because they're influenced like it's ad's of of current programs and shit so nick and i have been firm believers that the bcs a computer run algorithm that 
predicted. I, there's very few times where the BCS got it wrong. And if there's ever that slim margin where the BCS got it wrong based on the algorithm, just put those two teams and play them against each other. That's how it should have been handled. But now we have the college football playoff. We have four teams. Most of the games always suck. And now they're, like, against adding more teams because the games suck. All right, that's fine. They just break away into a Super League. College football sucks in general. And, I look, I don't – I literally hate college football now. So – We were uh, – the other day I was on the mic on the Xbox, and they asked what we cover, and I said we might college, cover college football in the future, and you shut that shit down so quick. You remember that? But yeah, not, there's no way we're covering college football. We don't call it, We don't cover college sports because they refuse to realize that billion-dollar economies are built on the back of students that they give an education to. It's fucking insane. No, I know. I agree. And I know we all know how much this podcast hates the NCAA, but we got to move on. Um, is Mike Shashevsky, that bitch, leaving good for the sport of college basketball? No. I think it's fantastic. Oh, we lost you again. Oh, we lost you again. Then? There we go. You're back. May I just say the best thing that has happened in Mike's Coach K's career was his final game. UNC beat him by 15, and then they still made him come out to the court afterwards. Tried him out there and made him talk about it. Is his leaving good for the game? Who cares? There's gonna be a ah. some technical issues. Yeah, his microphone should the bad. <laughs> uh, no, the answer is no. It's not good for the sport. Is it? Is it detrimental to the sport? Is it going to end the sport? Absolutely not. Is it good for the sport? You'd be fucking disillusioned to think that one of the biggest names in your sport walking away is ever good for it. If Michael Jordan walked away, is it good for the sport? No. If LeBron James walks away, is it good? No. If Tom Brady walks away, is it good? Well, in this instance, maybe because he's probably going to win until he's a million years old. But most often when a top tier name in your sport walks away, it's not good. Nick, do we have you back? Right. I, but, like, he's just going to be replaced by another. Maybe. At, at the halftime of his last game, they had John Shire interview him. Like, it, like interview with, like, the press at halftime. It's just going to be another Coach K. Maybe. You, you think another person could just walk into that level of success? Coach K didn't walk in that level of success. That's what I'm saying. But Coach K built that level of success. So you're saying John Shire is going to become Coach K. Maybe. There will be another Coach K. There will be another Roy Williams. There will be another. How long does it take to build another Coach K? 20 years? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So when he leaves, it's detrimental to the sport. I'm not saying it will that the sport is Dead and there's you know, you know no hope for college the sport. basketball. NILs, 
NIL that, deals are detrimental to college basketball. No, what's detrimental to college basketball is uh, four letters. N-C-double-A. All right. All right. Um, Agreed. <laughs> so, moving on. Of all your favorite sports teams, think about the worst performing one. What's the silver lining? I'll go first. New Orleans Saints. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We won one. <laughs> like next. Yeah, fuck that question. I hate you, whoever asked that. Thank you for reliving all my fucking heartbreaks. The Colorado Rockies, if you've ever watched a game in Coors Field or experienced a baseball game in Denver, it is a very awesome experience. And it is an amazing field for an ass water team to play on. <laughs> Go. All right. If you can go back in time and relive one sports oh, moment, no. what would it be? Any sports moment, not just like my and, teams or and, anything like that. And he put and he put you have great seats, front row, whatever. What's the one moment you'd want to go back and see? All right, I have two answers. I'll go I'll go with my main answer first. And we can't change it, right? No, we get one answer each. We got to start trimming this down. Uh, Will Chamberlain, 100 points, and then Zidane's headbutt. I want to be center row or like like best view for 2012-2013 Arjun Robbins goal against Dortmund to win the Champions League. Yo, that goal. <laughs> oh, man. That's a great goal. Uh, <laughs> if you could have dinner or drinks – with one player, what sport would it be and who would it be? They could be dead or alive. Uh, Muhammad Ali. Oh, man. That's a fantastic question. Oh, dude. Uh, probably Steve Smith off the top of my head. <laughs> Bro, Steve Smith would be hysterical, bro. All right, well, Steve Smith. Um, you have to give up one for the rest of your life. Music, sports, playing and watching, video games, movies and TV shows, or sex. Which one are you picking? Sex. I mean, I'm, I'm going to eliminate the thing that I don't do a lot. Like, I do the least stuff. It's going to be sad. <laughs> yeah! So I walk home every day and I go, I walk home and as I'm taking off my clothes, I go, hey Siri, play music. And I hook it to my Bluetooth and I jam out or I get in the shower and I jam out. And then I get here and I hit the and I hit the center button on the PS4 controller and I play the PS4 and then afterwards I'm I'm bored. Let's see what's new on Netflix. You know what I'm not like? I'm bored. Let's have sex with another girl. You know what I mean? Like I'll figure you, it out. You know what's funny is we just took a whole big tent pole back for men. Fuck you, bitches. We ain't as simple as you think we are. Next yeah, question. Like, like if I'm choosing between those, like. Now nah, you ain't. Like, first of all, Rockies winning a World Series would be sexual to me. What? One hundred percent. You ain't as good as the Bulls winning a fucking NBA Finals, bro. No, no, no. Listen to me, Jermaine. No woman will ever satisfy you like two thousand and sixteen. No. 
Absolutely not. The Chicago Cubs winning the World Series and being like the four, what was it, the eighth largest gathering of humans in in, in world history. It's up there. It's so significant. It's absurd. Here's what I will say. I have been chanting this since high school. And I tell people all the time, ain't no pussy tighter than my fist. All right, Eric. Uh, Just for reference, I do have an Eagles tattoo from the Super Bowl. I don't have any chicks tattooed on me. Anyway. (laughs) Not yet, you simp. Anyway, I'm going to give you guys a minute and a half because we got this is a good question, but we can't go too long. What is your most controversial sports take? We'll start with Jermaine. Most controversial sports take? Color is- barrier? No, thank you. What? I said color barrier? No, thank you. Yeah. Um. My most controversial sports take? Oh, here it is. Is that NFL is more exciting than Major League Baseball. The amount of dead time when you watch a National Football League game is insane. If you actually look on average, the amount of game time performed in both sports, Major League Baseball tops the National Football League. The routinely spectacular plays in Major League Baseball is what diminishes its value because there are so many phenomenal athletes. The ability to hit a ball with that stick at that mile per hour is insane compared to the NFL. NFL has too much refs implications in it where in Major League Baseball, it's pretty much a hit or it's not a hit. And every once in a while, yes, the refs get involved and then we fucking piss and moan. But it's not every single week like at the NFL. I would rather... 16 MLB game season than 16 NFL game season. I'll I'll stick in baseball because it's what I know. The popularity of baseball is declining because the intelligence of America is declining. Statistics. Baseball is an intelligent man sport. It takes someone who is patient who knows the game, who understands the the intricacies of each pitch, of each at-bat, of what somebody's doing. If you have a guy, here's an example in baseball, who has a 12-pitch at-bat and then strikes out, the common fan would go, well, that's a terrible at-bat. Whereas a baseball fan would go, what an outstanding at-bat that man just had. Because an average MLB pitcher throws 15 pitches an inning. Or, sorry, a good pitcher throws 15 pitches an inning. In one at-bat, that man just used almost 100% of that dude's pitches. He just used up his pitch count, and he's going to help inning down the road. But all they want to see is car crashes every seven seconds and cheerleaders and fireworks and this. The, the, the baseball is declining. Because the intelligence of America is declining. No argument here. Big facts. Intelligence is at an all-time low. All right, all right. So, 
I'm assuming this question is about championships. So you get to go to one game, Super Bowl, a game seven of any series, a World Cup final, whatever it may be. What do you go to? In the future or just in general? In the future, like like what would you rather go to? A Super Bowl, a game seven NBA finals, game seven World Series? No no specific teams is what I meant to ask. Yeah, no specific teams. Uh World Cup final. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I yeah, it's got to be World Cup final, but uh, NHL Game Seven, there's an electricity there. My first pick would be Jermaine, but because we're a professional podcast, NHL Game Seven. Best nickname in sports. Durant. Elma. <laughs> oh, sorry, we stepped on each other. Go ahead, bro. The Durantula. Oh, dude, and he hates that nickname. What a cunt. Um, uh, so, Maple Jordan is, and, is is Andrew Wiggins' nickname. And first of all, he ain't done anything Michael Jordan done, but it's an amazing nickname. And then second, you have El Mago, which is the magician for Javi Baez. So those are my two answers. Cool. Best tradition in sports, 30 seconds each. Uh, the Stanley Cup being taken around and them doing whatever they fucking want to do with the Stanley Cup and eating all kinds of fucking shenanigans out of it. Uh, MLB victory parades. <laughs> That's not exclusive to MLB, though. Yeah, but I mean, I I don't know. Dude, you picked the best one. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Stanley Cup. Yeah. All right, hey, hey, all right. You you could take Stanley Cup, and I'll take cutting you down the nets, cutting down the nets in NCAA. You know, you take Stanley Cup being brought around to all the families and all the hometowns and shit. I'll take the Stanley Cup being. I'll, uh, you know what? I'll take not touching the conference trophies in the NHL. All right, there you go. That's a good one. Cool. Cutting down the nets in NCAA is fine yeah. too, though. All right, I'm gonna give you a minute for this one. Favorite sports conspiracy. Uh, Michael Jordan got caught gambling on NBA games, which is why his father was killed, and he had to sit out two years of the season. Um, following the 1994 strike in baseball, uh, MLB actually took a lax standard on steroids so they could save the game. And the home run race in the late 90s was actually a way to save the game that they then punished later. Fabricated. Followed by, followed Next. by, oh, 2017 Astros haven't been been punished as much as they should have been because all 30 MLB teams were cheating in some way. The Astros just did it best. So this question, I'm going to ask it. If you guys want to pass, we can pass. What realistically would end the MLB stall out? Oof. Uh, it it would be the play the what realistically would end it is if the MLB conceded to all players' uh, expectations, and that is from the players' perspective. What would realistically end it from the owners' perspective is if they walked away with the salary cap. Nothing. I don't. I don't see baseball coming back this year. Uh, oh yeah, I, 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 what, what ends baseball is 2022. In 2023, we get baseball, but this year we're not getting baseball. Yeah, if if owners got salary cap 
I think Major League Baseball would be back in a in a hurry. All right. Who is your fuck that guy or fuck that team? Number one all time. Fuck that guy. I've already said it. Detroit Red Wings. I hate to say it because I don't like loss of human life unnecessarily, but a bomb could drop on a packed Joe Louis arena in Detroit and I wouldn't share it here. I just hope they're playing the wild that day. That's that's a great question. I don't necessarily have that kind of vitriol for a team. Uh, but for the question's sake, I will say the St. Louis Cardinals holistically. You do say fuck the Cardinals every time. Holistically. Like if that organization blew up with their fucking scandalous cheating ways where they hacked into the Astros organization where no one wants to talk about. No one wants to talk about that, but we're fucking crucifying the Astros for using trash cans in the most fucking Neanderthal fucking conspiracy of all time. They actually hacked into their... 2014. Nobody cares about that. They hacked into their database, and second of all, it'd be Chelsea, because Chelsea could eat a bag of dicks for having a Russian owner for fucking playing, like, douches, always fouling. They lead the league in fouls. It's like 24 a game. Alright, moving on. That was just a shot. Yeah, yeah. This is a two-part question. Same person asked it, so I'm just going to combine it. What is the dumbest way you've been injured, and what's one body part you wouldn't mind losing? What's the dumbest way I've been injured? Oh, it's hysterical. I've been injured twice. Well, I've been injured twice doing a deadlift, trying to look at myself in the mirror. Uh, Recently, an injury that's come back is I punched a dugout and and fractured my right hand. Uh, That hasn't gone away. And what's one body part I could live without? Mm-hmm. We already said sex, so my dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the obvious choice is you can live without your dick, as dramatic as men act without it. Um, I bruised or fucked up my tailbone and the rest of my lower body, it, first of all, the whole body, by jumping off a second balcony floor when I was wildly intoxicated in my hometown. And it's never really been repaired to where I can't cross my right leg correctly. So I would say that's the dumbest injury. And you're going with penis as well? (laughs) Yeah, it's obvious. You can live without the penis. We're just dramatic about it. (laughs) Because we're dudes. We're dudes. You're the pound-for-pound champ in the UFC. You have a grudge match. What song are you walking out to? (laughs) <laughs> what a great fucking question. Uh, it's Wind Beneath My Wings by Bette Midler. I am a real American. <laughs> Fight for the rights of every man. Hulk Hogan, I am a real American is the greatest walkout song of all time. Don't at me. Uh, Wind Beneath My Wings, Bette Midler, bro. I, just, and, uh, yeah, I, I guess saw it's, you. I guess it's Jermaine and I. I guess I'm coming up to heavyweight and Jermaine and I are going foul for foul. <laughs> bro, trump card. <laughs> All right, uh, next. If you, if you could only listen to one album for the rest of your life, what would it be? One album for the rest of my life? I'm going second, Nick. I cannot pick this first. Like, I need a, a second. Uh, so this is so this is actually something that Jermaine has introduced to my life, and it just is so 
applicable. There's so many songs on this album that are applicable to what I'm going through. Vic Mensa's autobiography will be the greatest album of my life because I can be happy. I can be depressed. I can be like, I can get the greatest thing of my life or I can be in the worst hole of my life. And that album will either humble me, make me feel fantastic or like bring me out of whatever I'm going through. I honestly knew exactly what album you were talking about when you mentioned this. I was literally sitting here fist bumping. Uh, great fucking choice. I'm going to go with the only album I can listen to track to track since my inception. Since the first time I was ever conclusively involved in music, it was my fucking go-to thing. And it's going to be Satellite by P.O.D. Uh that album I can listen to tracked like front to back, no misses, so many hits, the amount of diversity on the album, the, the message on it, the lyrics, the, the guitar play, the drums, it's phenomenal. It's to me, it's in my top five albums and it's what I'm going with. And it's probably not what people expected when I, when they asked this question. Uh, just want to shout out. I thought you were going to go with Man on the Moon. I know. Most people but thought I would have gone with Man on the Moon. That's what I would go with. Anyway, if you're at a party, it's dead. There's a karaoke machine. You're about to fix the vibes at this fucking party. What's your go-to karaoke song? Did you ever know that you're my hero? How, Wait, but- what's, 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 what, what is this party's composition, Eric? Wind Beneath My Wings, Bette Midler, bro. That's the only karaoke song I do. He says you want to get people on the stage. You want people to get dancing. Don't Stop Believing by Journey. <laughs> Everybody loves that song. That's because you're white. Exactly. A movie. <laughs> First of all, we had two awful choices. <laughs> hey, maybe maybe, maybe a, a, a Bonnie Tyler. That's Bonnie. white as fuck, Eric. That Bonnie is a Tyler, white person a karaoke hero. song. Bonnie Tyler, I Need a Hero. That's a good song that everybody likes. I'm going Jump Around, Mrs. Doubtfire style. All right. Favorite sports movie. Favorite sports movie. Go ahead, Nick. Man. <laughs> I can't think. There's so many. Oh, no. You can't pick. I'll go first. I'll go first. It's it's Uh, inspired one of the greatest games of the last 10 years. Regular season games. Field of Dreams is an amazing movie. Is that a game? Yeah, the Field of Dreams games this year where Tim Anderson hit the walk-off home run. Why did I think game? We're talking about movies. What a dumb fucking question. Oh, yeah, no, Field of Dreams is a fire movie. Why I thought games all of a sudden. I was just like, that's not a game at all, bro. Every every uh, baseball fan should rewatch Field of Dreams every year before the season starts, and you'll be fine. That's the only way you can get through it nowadays. Do it, do uh, it every do it every day this offseason, and you'll love baseball. Yeah, despite you actually hating baseball. Uh the correct answer is Glory Road. Uh, it's another good movie. 
You know what first movie popped into my mind? Friday Night Lights. Nah, Steaming Willie Beeman. Any given Sunday. Oh, any given Sunday, bro. Both of those popped in my mind. That's why I thought. I thought. I was like, Friday Night Lights. When he asked that question, I was like, Friday Night Lights. We're not as linked as Booby Miles. Booby Miles. I mean, remember the Titans has to complete the top three, right? LL Cool J and, and nah, dude, remember the Titans get the, get the fuck off. Dog, remember list. the Titans is such a good movie. You just haven't seen it in a while. It, it can get the fuck off my list as far as I care, bro. Miss me, bro. You know how many good sports movies there are? A lot. A lot. That's what I'm saying. Like, fucking miss me with Remember the Titans. Ain't nobody worried about Will Smith's imposter. Hey, can we say that uh, – what's the what's the movie with uh, Keanu Reeves? Replacement. Uh, no, and and, and uh, Patrick Swayze, the bank robbers. Oh, Point Break. Right. That's a sports movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. All right. Uh, a movie that you love that most people would consider underrated? Starship Troopers. Ah, dog. <laughs> next. I agree. Right. <laughs> and this is a callback from a previous episode. Most overrated actor, you can't say Will Smith. That's literally the question. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so amazing. Yo, whoever thought of that question, heads up on you. That's <laughs> Dude, great. That's got to that's gotta be That's great. Listen, I'm going to go with my biggest pet peeve right now is picking your token Hispanic. Oscar Isaac or Pedro Pascal bother me getting casted down. Matthew McConaughey has not been a good actor ever. Stop casting him in things. Ouch, that hurt me, bro. I know it did. Stop casting him in things. Broke my heart. Hook him. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give you guys a minute for this one. If you could know the absolute and total truth to one question, what would that question be? Easy. Is the world controlled by an elite? Like reptilian elite? <laughs> no, by like the fucking rich and famous who can do whatever they fuck they want, whatever they want. Uh for me, it would for me it would be like, did Jesus really exist? <laughs> like, what did Jesus actually do? That's I don't want to tell other people. I just want to know to be like. Okay, like, yeah, six. The other, the other, the other question I have is, what happens to the over eight hundred thousand kids that go missing a year? Yo, hey, yo. I think that circles back to your first question. That circles back to my first question, if I'm correct on theories. But we'll keep moving forward. Fuck you, Luigi. I didn't want to ask this question. <laughs> just you, I just wanted to throw it in randomly, and I felt like that was the right spot, bro. It's a great I didn't time. want to ask this question, but I'm going to do it. I'm sure you'll guess who it is, Nick. How much of a tax break does Room 303 get for employing a mentally challenged intern? <laughs> Yo! Room 303 at its core is a social organization, right? <laughs> we take care of the less fortunate and we support people that maybe are not like us, but we want to give opportunities just like us. 
Jermaine and I care about the community at large. And that's why we've also been the first podcast to give a socially challenged man a high-level position in an organization. <laughs> he even sounded mentally challenged with you. <laughs> do, you, do you know who asked that? Blake asked that out. Blake. That's about hundred percent. That's not. I mean, like that's. Oh, you you. Oh, you mean Blake? They're the same person to me. <laughs> hey, we should have them fight it out to see who the real one is. That'd be the undercard for your fight. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and then we'll have Eric fight a pillow and lose. <laughs> what? I was gonna fight Luigi. Well, you'd still lose though. Luigi would take you. Come on, man. You seen him lately? I don't. I have not seen Luigi lately, but Luigi's my god. Luigi's got heart and he's Boricua. You're getting smoked, bro. High motor. High motor. High motor. First you of all, be the, you will be the first French, Italian, Hispanic, black man to fight in a fight, though. Yeah, you'll check a box, but <laughs> Luigi right. will dominate you, bro. Right. How, hey, hey, how do you feel about getting tapped out by Luigi? How does how do you feel about that? In a boxing match. Hold on, hold on. It's an AMA. How do you feel about getting choked out by Luigi? I'm not getting choked out. Oh, okay. So you're just passing out. Got it. Next question. <laughs> bro, a, tell me how brilliant. Next week is because I threw Jermaine off the back. Hey, tell me how brilliant. All right, I have foot paying rent. Tell me how brilliant a transition that was. Right. That, uh, how do you feel about tapping out? It's like, oh, you won't. I was like, all right, you're passing out. Got it. <laughs> like, that's a Eric, fucking that's a very brilliant. expensive apartment. So I don't think you want to just throw your main benefactor off a, off a balcony. <laughs> Whatever. Next question. When is the next so uh rude. where and when is the next uh location? What is this? On location podcast. Shit. So it'd be the first, technically. Uh it'll be when we convince Nick to move out to San Diego. Yeah, it'll probably it'll probably if, if at 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 most it'll be September when I come out to San Diego to visit. Yeah, just don't don't be a bitch, bro. Just move out here. Right. Yeah. I mean, oh, let me be respectful. Don't be sensitive, bro. Move out here. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. He's in D.C., so I had to coddle him now. Whoa, I'm in an unnamed place. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I was talking about the District of Columbia. Oh, shit. I doubled down. So here we go, bro. We are through most of the AMA, and Eric is building the last build, question, right? Building Eric's building up this last question. I thought we would. I didn't think we would get through forty six. Neither did I. Eric told me he's just like I got forty questions. I was like, "There's no way that's happening, bro." And I mean, Eric. Just, I mean, Eric rushes through a lot. Like, so this is this was an AAR, right? As like we need a lightning round. Where right. you just it's three word answers, four word answers, and next. But you know, when you're the when you're the intern, I mean sorry, executive producer, like oh uh, you know, you just get what you get. I'm also drinking a Bloody Mary and white wine simultaneously, so um I don't know how he kept me under control at all. Sip the white wine. 
I don't think he did. <sighs> Sip the Bloody Mary. Wait, is that a Bloody Mary in a can? It is, yeah. It's cut water. Uh, by the way, uh, <laughs> by the way, Eric has has gone to the bathroom, which is why you see us just floundering for information right now. Well, yeah, I mean, I figured we would we could bullshit at least a little bit, dude. Where is your, where is your congressman spirit? You're in D.C. The least we could do was filibuster. I just mentioned Cutwater, and you decided to bury Eric. Cutwater is our one of our most popular episodes. But Cutwater, Al, Cutwater, by the way, needs to sponsor the podcast. First of all, Cutwater uh, is. A hysterical episode because I'm belligerently drunk oh, just like, talking like, about you had a you had a pack of you had a pack of tw- of cut water before we started and then one hundred percent cut water in the middle exactly exactly that's why I thought the least you could do is filibuster long enough for Eric to get back but you had to bury the young man who's done a great job. Look at him. Dick can't even answer anymore. He's on his phone. You can see him. You could see him looking down at his phone because he's too preoccupied. But I'm sorry if we're eating up your time, Nick. You know, it's, it's 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 the wild women. Yeah, of course. If your honey dips are calling, right? Yes. Classic bug eyes. Let's go. Let's go back to. Let's go back to Eric. And hit no piss on the mat. I just saw the name change. <laughs> bro, it's been there for a minute, bro. Fuck. Eric, is this was that the last question or you have the last question right now? I have the last question. Alright, let's hear it. Where do you see the podcast in five years? I uh, I mean, if it's if it's if it's still something I do every Monday night, then I'm fine with that. I would like I would like to think that it will grow to some point, to where you know we'll have a, a, a like a religious following of of more than our like I I I think in my mind the podcast will be successful if I get if I get a loyal following of not people I shared my life with. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Well, you know, there's always a good cop and bad cop. So I believe that in five years, this podcast will have 10,000 listeners and will have a very positive social media following. I believe that in five years, this podcast will be much more than just the audio receptiveness that you take it in now. It'll be visual. And that video snippets will be online and they will be shared and digested in sound bites. I believe that this podcast will be a cult following amongst sports fans because we share a lot of the takes that they have with a lot of the less filtered bullshit. I believe that this podcast presents an idea of where they want sports talk to go. They want it to be a bunch of dudes sitting around having a good time talking about sports because that's what you do with your fucking boys. And that's what this podcast was created for. Now, 
What I also believe is the reason why it's a room 303 umbrella, which I've stated before, is that it allows for enough vagueness for room 303 to step into other domains. I believe that this podcast has enough interest in video games. It has enough interest in comic books. It has enough interest in movies. It has enough interest in TV shows for it to be a much more tangible audience. When we say come on down and step onto the room, we're not asking you to just bet sports with us. We're not asking you to lose money with us. Although if you listen to the podcast, Mono Fade Us, congratulations. I hope your house is nice. Um, But we're asking you to take the journey with the podcast in the same way that you delve into and accept entertainment into your life. I don't think that we are presenting a product that is essentially replacing the entertainment of your life. I feel like we are presenting a product that enhances, if not accelerates, the entertainment you already view, listen to, and digest. And therefore, you can have a much more tangible environment with it. I envision this... I envision us in five years to have our own merchandise line. I envision us to have our own website. I envision us to have our own community where we have people talking and bullshitting back and forth. And, you know, most of the community will be who's better, Nick or Jermaine. So, you know, Nick can have his 15% and I'll take my 80 because for some reason five is going to deal with Eric for I don't know why. Love but, Fest. Eric Love Fest, yeah. Yeah, the Eric Love Fest, because I guess we bury him enough for them to love him. But that's where I see the podcast going. I, I you know, know I, since Shereen started talking, I want to add on uh, something. I don't want this to just be me and Jermaine. Jermaine and I know a lot about a lot of stuff. But under the room 303 umbrella I want to build subject matter experts to use a military term. I want to have guys on guys and gals on who can talk, who have interest in these niche things that we don't know about and they can make us smarter as hosts and then therefore make our listeners and our viewers in the future smarter as people. Right in the sports realm, in the betting realm. And as the podcast expands, we're going to encompass more of those people. I think that's the coolest place that this podcast could go, is just getting people into the podcast that know both know more than us in the sports betting realm, the sports realm, but can also educate people as we go. That will be the that would be the – if we don't gain any viewers but we're able to have those interactions through this podcast, that would be the best for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, you just heard my whole big spiel. Like, this this isn't, you know, short-term goals. Like, we love doing this. Like, we really do. And – you know, one of the biggest things we want to do is to create the community that that falls in line with this. You know, 
we joke about if it pays our bills and if, if not, but we're perfectly fine doing what we're doing right now. If, if not, you know, better. Cause it, it, it hands us the opportunity to have two different priorities. And so that's, you know, one of the joys we've had for the first hundred episodes. And we, we, Thank you wholeheartedly for sticking with us and and listening to this podcast grow and listening to us figuring out what we're going to do and, and seeing how it goes. But I hope that with the song that we played at the intro, Eric becoming our executive producer and the fact that we've made it to 100 episodes, that you guys are committed to us and you're willing to see us take the next steps. We promise videos coming. We promise much more content is coming. We promise that the social media aspect will be much bigger than it will be. But if you're willing to give us the five years that you just asked of us, we promise to make that your initial investment is going to make you much more is going to make you feel much more significant in the grand scheme of things for Room 303. And you may be a part of it. And and we hope that your dedication to us then will be reciprocated in five years when we're much larger. We don't ever want to leave people behind, but when you get bigger, you cannot focus as largely. We appreciate you for being with us for the last 100 episodes. I cannot express to you how significant a landmark that this episode means. I go cannot. Back, go, go, I mean, like, if you guys want to know, it's very easy to listen every week and say, hey, they have this take. If you guys want to know how far we've come, go back and listen to episode one because I've done it. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's almost cringeworthy at this point to listen to episode one and and like hear and see what we're doing. And like and just to echo what Jermaine said, you guys are what makes the since we've been saying since day one, you guys are what make the podcast. Like it's it's your feedback, your input. It's it's what drives us to be better and and to keep doing this. Yeah, we joke. We we love doing this. We will. We will do this if we have zero listeners. We will. <laughs> but there be there's a lack of motivation with zero listeners. But what happens? Listeners before. What happens is if you have the tangibility of people giving you feedback people investing in the podcast we're going to continue to invest in it as well and we apologize if not anything for not reciprocating enough energy into this podcast from the beginning because we've we've gotten endorsements on it and we just haven't done it but your question was five years in five years i guarantee you the three members of this podcast Two, and then I guess there's a guy who asks questions. Uh, we will be dedicated enough 
and we're motivated enough and the, the desire is there that we want to make this something that you want to be a part of. All right, so I'm going to do an unprecedented thing. Eric, five minutes left till we hit two hours in episode 100. Say whatever. Talk talk about Eric. Say whatever you want to say about Podcast Room 303 as the new executive producer. First time in history that we've had an on-air executive producer. Talk to us. Talk to us about how about your vision for 2022. Whatever you want to talk about. I mean, I'll keep it simple. Um, you know, they had questions about the five years. I know you guys have visions for you know where this is going to go. Um, I'm just glad I get to do this with my you know two of my closest friends um, to see something grow, be a part of it. I know I get shit banged a lot on this podcast, but. It's fun, man. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys letting me come and do this in the first place. We've had up and downs, but you know, I want to see it grow. As you can see, my dedication's gotten stronger. Obviously, for you know, sobriety's taking. You know, I'm a little more sober now, so it's easier for me to more fo- to be more focused. But yeah, man, I want to see it grow. Shout out to everybody who sent questions. It's nice to. Um, Get the feedback, Danny, Nevada, Luigi, Jason. A lot of people sent text messages. So, um, yeah, man, this is great. This is probably the best part of my week. So, I, you know, love you guys, and I'm excited for this podcast and where it's going to go. And to hear the conviction that you guys talk about it, um, I'm in for the ride, man. Fuck it. You need a shooter, I shoot. You need a rebounder, I rebound. I don't give a fuck. I'm here for whatever. I'm here for a ride. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, a shout out to friends, family, and people who just listen to this show that maybe I've never met, but I definitely appreciate it. And if you if you know me and if you don't know me, I'm telling you right now that I am a man who if he says he's going to do something will very much do that. And there is not a single instance in my life that I can think of that I've said I will do something and I do not do something. So take that for what it's worth and let it be known. I'm glad to be here with Nick and I'm and I'm very much glad here to be here with Eric. But if if I have to keep pushing forward, I will. And I don't think that will ever be a case of what this podcast will be. Because I believe in relationships that I have built. And they have built with me. And we look forward to bring you to to six hours of content in the next five years. That's that's what it's going to have to be. We're already at two hours based on pop culture pick them and fucking shenanigans betting. So, and this is just you guys casually listening to us. Like we understand we have something that people want to listen to and we're going to do everything it takes to make sure it's tangible. So, 
We thank you for sticking with us. We thank you for being here for 100 episodes. If you made it to the end of this, we thank you very, very much. It means that you are the ride or die. And when we are talking about, you know, the Room 303 Elite, we're talking about you. And we thank you very much for that. We look forward to bringing to you video podcasts. We look forward to bringing to you social media content. And as soon as we start bringing it to you regularly, we hope that you understand that we are dedicated to this much more than our original investment. With that being said, for me, Jermaine Antonio Colón Mendez, for my co-host, Nicholas Morhan, and as always, our, oh, wait a minute. It's not intern anymore. It's executive producer, Eric Washington. We appreciate you for being here. We appreciate you for asking questions, and we'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room. Shout out to you music, though.